Welcome to The Author Show, where we feature new authors and books, from fiction to self-help and everything in between. You'll find it all at theauthorshow.com. That's theauthorshow.com. And now, let the show begin. Hi, this is The Author Show, and I'm your host, Linda Thompson. Mystery at Windswept Farm is the third in the Rosalie Hart Mystery Series, authored by Wendy Sand Eckel. Rosalie has her hands full with the remodel of her cafe, hosting a cooking school, exploring a new love interest, and trying to solve a murder. Wendy joins us to share more about Rosalie and her very interesting life. Wendy, welcome to The Author's Show. Hi, Linda. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So, Wendy, without giving too much away, will you please share a bit about Mystery at Windswept Farms with us? Absolutely. You did a good job kind of summarizing it. It's, you know, the third in the mystery series. This is a culinary themed mystery series. This time, Rosalie gets to study with an authentic Italian chef, which I had so much fun writing. It really, I think, added another dimension to the story. But yes, Rosalie and her farmhand have an organic farm And the farmer next door is getting ready to spray his winter wheat with some toxic chemicals, and they're about to have to pass their organic certification soil test. And so they're concerned about that. And the feisty farmhand goes next door to confront him and finds him in this front door dead. This all takes place in the first few pages. (laughs) And so Binny is accused of this murder, and thus Rosalie has got to find out who really did this. And so there's the mystery in a nutshell. But there's lots and lots and lots of fun that happens, including the cooking class with Marco Giovanelli, the chef from Tuscany. So that's about it. Well, where did the inspiration for Rosalie originally come from? I've written a few books before this one. One ended up being with a non-traditional publisher, which I didn't realize. And so after that, I vowed I, I wanted to be traditionally published. I wrote a mainstream that won the best novel award in the Maryland Writers Association, but I just couldn't sell that one. And so I decided, my mother read probably millions of mystery series. She was a teacher and in the summer, she would drag us to the library and she would take out a mystery series and then she'd take out another mystery series. (laughs) And so I was very familiar with mysteries and I know they're very popular and I thought, well, I'm going to give it a shot. And so I was trying to decide where to start and uh, she pretty much just popped into my head. You know, I, I knew right away who she was. I knew what she looked like, and I thought I could spend some time with this woman, and there she was, and we got started. (laughs) So before you started writing, your characters came to you before the plot, is that correct? Definitely, Rosalie, absolutely. Would you consider yourself a plotter or a pantser? I started out as a pantser, but I realized I was making my life harder than it needed to be. And so (laughs) by the third one and the one I'm writing, the fourth one, I'm becoming much more of a plotter. I like to know what the next chapter is going to be and the one after that and the one after that. And it really helps the writing. And so I've learned, I've learned a lot and plotting is important. Well, as I mentioned in my intro, Mystery at Windswept Farm is the third in your series. How many books do you have in mind for Rosalie? I have a contract for two more. And are you working on book four now? And if so, will you give us a quick teaser? Absolutely. This one is going to be Christmas themed. It's called Killer in a Winter Wonderland. But don't worry, I didn't kill Santa. And I've been told that you don't kill the dog and you don't kill Santa, but it's really fun. I'm having a really fun time with this one. So, Well, Rosalie owns the Day Lily Cafe in a small town on the eastern shore of Maryland. 
Does your series follow a culinary theme all the way through the mystery itself? It evolved. The reason she's on the eastern shore of Maryland is she was living in Chevy Chase and her marriage falls apart when she finds out her husband was having an affair. So she had a dear aunt Charlotte who bequeathed her this very large farm and very old farmhouse, which she had ignored up until this incident. And so she escapes to the eastern shore and lives in this house. But she starts baking bread. And by baking bread, she starts to heal herself. And then she begins to sell the bread and then eventually decides to open a cafe. So the nurturing of others helped her to nurture herself and bring herself back to life, more or less. So what is the relationship between Rosalie and Tyler? Well, that evolves also. When they first meet, she's at the farm, and he had leased the farmlands from her aunt. And after two years of Rosalie neglecting the farm, he shows up on her doorstep and wants to start growing crops again and leasing the farms. It's a little surly at first. He's not pleased with the fact that she neglected the farm for two years, but she invites him in for coffee and a relationship begins to develop quite slowly, but it does. And they become very good friends. Tell us about your vision for the ideal reader of your series. That's a good question. I mean, I think mostly women, women read cozy mysteries, but I've had some men who absolutely adore this series. My age group is probably, you know, middle age, although my 37-year-old daughter and her friends have become huge fans. And so I don't know, I think anybody who just loves a good story, I, books are very relationship driven, but I think more women's fiction. Well, I was fascinated by your biography. You have degrees in both criminology and social work. Do you find your experience in clinical practice help you bring more realistic feel to your stories? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm very relationship-driven in my own life and thus the relationship-driven books. I think how people respond to their relationships, how it affects their decision-making, relationships are fascinating to me. And so writing books is a perfect transition from being a therapist to a writer. If Mystery at Windswept Farm were optioned for large or small screen film, who would you like to play Rosalie? <laughs> My husband swears it should be Sandra Bullock. That sounds perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. She's definitely got the personality for it. So at what point in your life did you realize you wanted to be an author? Probably when my kids were in middle school and in high school. I had more free time. My first book was written about my youngest, who is dyslexic. And the experiences I had as a social worker, I thought I knew everything I needed to know, but that's not true. I had to learn a lot about how to get her the education she needed. And so once she was settled into where she needed to be and was learning, I wrote the first story about a family with a dyslexic child. Um, so then I realized, yes, that I, I really loved writing. I started out writing it nonfiction, but I found that writing it as fiction made it flow so much more easily, and the writing just poured right out of me. What kind of research do you do to ensure the believability of your stories? For Windswept Farm, I did a lot of research about Italian culture, Italian food. I read so many cookbooks, which was not unpleasant, I must admit. <laughs> 
research i mean i the research almost became more fun than the writing you know i love researching italian culture a while back four girlfriends and i went to cooking school in tuscany for a week and oh it was one of the best weeks of my life it was so much fun but i want to be authentic the murder this one is a poisoning i did a lot of research about that there are a lot of other things in the book that i had to do a lot of research about and i like that that's a really fun part of it i always wonder what the fbi thinks of my web searches though you know there's a lot of Poisonings and <laughs> shootings. and <laughs> Well, tell me, what sets Mystery at Wimswept Farm apart from other books in the cozy mystery genre? Well, one, like I said, they're very relationship-driven. I've been told that my books are cozies with an edge. I've had reviewers say that, and that there's a lot of depth to the stories. And like you said, you don't know who did it till later on in the book, and hopefully not till close to the end. I hope that I keep people reading and intrigued to try and figure out who actually is the murderer. Is Mystery at Windswept Farm written to make us think or for pure escapism? I hope that not only do you escape, but that you think and that you feel. I want to make you laugh, cry, turn down a page because you loved it so much. I'm very big on satisfying endings. You got to stick the landing. So hopefully you walk away feeling it stays with you for a little bit. I mean, that would be my dream. Will you please read a short excerpt from Mystery at Windswept Farm for us? I will. I chose this excerpt because, I mean, we have the mystery, but juxtaposed with that is the cooking class. And writing the cooking class was just so much fun for me. It gave me a way to show my characters in a multi-dimensional way. It was a way to have fun, to bring in a little laughter, a levity. And so that's what I'm reading. And it, at one point in the cooking class, Marco Giovanelli, the Italian chef, gives Rosalie a mystery basket, uh, sort of like Chopped, the TV show. And so in this section, this is after he's given her the basket and she's prepared a feast. And can I just add, I have a friend who's very Italian, lives in Rochester, New York. And not only did she give me her secret family red sauce for this book, she also did a chopped basket for me. I sent the ingredients to her friend. They sat at her house and watched her compose these dishes. So that's where these recipes come from, from Carla. She also vetted my Italian at the very end. So so I got to give a shout out to Carla Palumbo. But so, okay. Much like the night we had the feast, Glenn and Marco readied the cafe so we could be together for our final meal. The candles had been relit and the room glowed. We sat around the table, each with a small plate of phyllo squares and a glass of chilled white wine. I felt Marco's eyes on me and looked up. His face was flushed, his eyelids at half-mast. You don't like them? I asked. He shook his head slowly. Au contraire. These will be on my menu. Really? I flattened my palm over my heart. These are crazy good. Jojo looked a finger. Can you write down the recipe? I'll tell you what, Marco said. I'll compile all of the recipes we've made and send them to you in a nice, tidy folder. Even the red sauce, Brandon said. Eyebrows arched. Marco shook his finger back and forth. Never the red sauce. I'd order these things in a restaurant. Janice picked up her third square. And you know, artichokes aren't so bad. I've always thought they were a little scary, but it wasn't so bad cooking them. She looked around the table, stopping at each face. Tears welled in her eyes. I've learned a lot about myself in this class. I didn't expect to, you know. I just wanted to get out of the house. She wiped an eye with a knuckle. 
this cooking thing is kind of magical. Look what we did together. I feel like I can do this. Cook for me, for my family. And the candle thing is so cool. She wiped her hands on a napkin. I'm going to start an Italian night for my family and I'm going to cook. She gave her head a sharp nod. I'm going to need to find a red checkered tablecloth. You know, Janny, Oliver said, I feel the same. I made risotto the other night and it touched something in me, something deep, like I have been avoiding a basic part of living. I've been known to quote Bourdain before, Marco said, but one of my favorites I think you will relate to. Bourdain said, and I know this one verbatim, food is everything we are. It's an extension of nationalist feeling, ethnic feeling, your personal history, your province, your region, your tribe, your grandma. It's inseparable from those things from the get-go. That's wonderful, I said. Brandon cleared his throat. And if those things weren't passed down to you, or at least you weren't interested in what they were selling, he took a long sip of wine, then you can go to cooking school and start your own traditions. Um, Kind of the same thing, Janice frowned at Brandon. That sounds a little bit more like sticking it to the man. Brandon popped another square into his mouth and brushed his hands together. No, I'm talking about taking your life into your own hands and learning skills you were never taught. He lifted his glass. You don't always have to keep laying the hands you were dealt. Knowledge enables that. And I learned a lot here thanks to Marco. So a toast to Marco, Oliver said, and we chimed in with a clink of glasses. After we finished the clams and uh, Panzanella, Al Brandon and Brandon and Jojo, I walked Marco to the door. Thank you, I said. I actually enjoyed creating under pressure. That adrenaline thing can be fun. Then you are, as I already know, a true chef. The clams came out pretty well. Did you like them? They will be on our American restaurant's menu. My heart warmed from the food, the wine, and Marco's praise. I guess this is goodbye. I will stop by in the morning. See? Yes, please. It is good what we have done here, you and me. Everyone is a little different than when we started. He nodded his head. Better than when they started. We have healed some souls, have we not? You have given me this gift, Rosalie. My heart is happier, too, for the opportunities to help others. His eyes were moist. I wasn't expecting that. Food is power, I said, for the first time, truly understanding the depth of the meaning of that quote. Ciao, my dear. Marco kissed both my cheeks and left. Oh, my Lord, Wendy. I am starving for Italian food right now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good. (laughs) So now I've just got to know, where can we learn more about you and your other books? And where can we purchase Mystery at Windswept Farm? I have a website. It's Wendy Sand Eckle Author. I have a link to purchase the books from just about anywhere, independent booksellers included. If you want to buy it in a physical store and they don't have it, just ask that store owner to order the books and they can do it in a minute. I also have a lot of content on my website, a lot of fun things. I just finished making the book trailer for Mystery Windswept Farm, and that is now up. It's a lot of fun. There's a chase scene, you know, there's all kinds of things, and it's only just barely a minute long, but I really like it. There are book trailers for the first two books as well. I also have recipes. I have the Carla Palumbo secret family Sunday red sauces up there. The chopped basket is up there. I Oh, also I have a newsletter that I send out not too often, but I always somehow cajole a secret family recipe out of a good friend. So there's always a secret family recipe. The last one was crab cakes, cooked in bacon grease, which my friend Ellen gave me. And there's announcements when the next books will come out. I always have a little link to what I've been reading. And there's always something I really like to offer something in my newsletters, not just try and sell myself. So there's a lot of good content in the newsletters. And if you go to my website, a link will pop up for you to sign up 
for the newsletters and uh, and I'll put you on the list. You can always unsubscribe if you don't want it, but I think you'll like it a lot. I have a blog up there. I've written a several guest blogs since I've been marketing the book and they will be up there once they've been published. So I think it's a lot of fun. We've been talking with Wendy Sand Eckel, author of Mystery at Windswept Farm. Wendy, you've written a book that will capture the reader's attention and won't let go until the very end, unless they decide they have to take time out to go cook some Italian food. Thank (laughs) you so much for sharing Rosalie Hart with us. And when you publish the fourth in your series, will you please come back and chat with us again? Oh my goodness, yes, Linda. Thank you so much for having me. This was really fun. I have read Mystery at Windswept Farm, and I found it had a lot more depth than the usual cozy mystery. Wendy has a great grasp of her characters, and even though there's a lot going on in this book, you're never confused, and I couldn't put it down. So I started with page one, and I didn't give up until I got to the very last one, but I lost some sleep that night. So if this interview has you wanting more, go to wendysandeckelauthor.com and order your copy today. And when you finish reading, don't forget to post your review, and please share this interview with your friends so that they too may become acquainted with their author. And remember, the author show may be accessed at any time at theauthorshow.com. Plus, selected interviews can also be found on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon Music, and many more. Whether you're an author who would like to be featured or a reader in search of new books, theauthorshow.com is a really great place to start. Thanks for listening to The Author Show. Find out more about authors and their work at theauthorshow.com. TheAuthorShow.com. Tune in next time to another great author on The Author Show.